Clap for me. Yeah. Okay. Hold on, I've got to get the blanket situated properly. That's important, yeah. It is important. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Emotionally. You're trying to transform it into a cloak. Yeah. Just get a cloak. Anyone tell me where you can find a cloak? Everyone. Also, like, my friend Google could probably... I've looked for cloaks. There aren't any that look both comfortable and stylish. I don't think that's true. It is true. That is a rumour. I've looked. Started very viciously. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> my blanket isn't something for you to have <laughs> I did it. I saw it like... <laughs> wow. It's a blanket, a cloak, and a germ holder now. <laughs> I'm not ill. We'll see. Welcome to To All The Romcoms I've Seen Before. This is a romantic comedy podcast with... Francesca Giorgio. And me, Hannah Thomas. Every week... We review a different romantic comedy, both critically and comically, talking about what we liked, what we disliked, and a little bit of everything in between. We know everything about them, what they like, what they don't like. We are the men behind the curtain. What are we reviewing this week? Wow. You always give your reaction away prematurely. I can't help it. It's set it up. <laughs> my one line. No, my no. two lines in the intro is my name this and is, the title of the film. This is my episode. The two of them are always in this office. Let's just lock them in a room together so they can have sex with each other. When they're boning, we're free. We're full-on parent trapping. No, we're not. Okay, I think I've seen the Lindsay Lohan classic enough times to know that we're full-on parent trapping. I'll make it very brief, because it is very brief. Two overworked and underpaid assistants come up with a plan to get their bosses off their backs by setting them up with each other. I would love to know the Rotten Tomato ratings and stuff. 91%, boy. Everybody loves it. Well... Consider me no one. Let's go into opening credits then where we talk about our general thoughts on the film. You go first because you're a downer. Oh, of course. I watched this with my parents the second time I watched it. The first time I watched it was when it kind of came out. Yeah. I mean, they they like all types of films and I feel that they can be judgmental maybe on Mm -hmm. them. But, you know, they'll give a film a chance. They really didn't care for this and we didn't even finish it. Yeah. They were very like, this is underwhelming. And like, they had very critical fair points about it, but also it was just like, well, this isn't entertaining. Because I feel like my parents are probably people who kind of similarly to me, if it's entertaining enough, they can kind of let go of any of like the critiques of the the writing and such. For me, I didn't need to watch it a second time. Okay. Um, And I've put in my notes, would this be anyone's favourite film? Is this yours? It's not my favourite film. Right. So it's no one's. It's no one's favourite film. Let's just c- confirm. I've done like a global survey. Spiritually, yeah. I've connected yeah. to the world. Of and course. no one's saying this is my favourite film. Great. That's just what everyone's saying. Yeah. You can't deny that. I think I could probably deny that. You can't deny it. You, no one can prove it, but you, no one can deny it either. Great. So okay. I, Carry on. <laughs> look, I think... The plot is great. I think office romances mm-hmm. for the set of um, these types of stories works so well because offices are usually, like, super dull um, <laughs> or they're super harsh and competitive. Yeah. So a romance in them always gives that, like, light from the darkness effect, Yeah. I think. And it always feels contrasting and special compared to the environment that it's in. That's especially the case with this film, I think, because of like the high pressures of their jobs i think it could it could be it is 
I think I think I can see it. I can see what they were going for. Also, I think there's such a good story there in kind of like rooting for them as the underdogs in terms of like how they're treated as PAs mm-hmm. and them being able to use the fact that they have been powerless in their own lives but powerful in the lives of their bosses mm-hmm. to their advantage is very cool. <laughs> so I'm saying I do like all of these storytelling devices. Okay. I do like them. I think they're great for the movement of plot and a good setting for those kinds of stories to develop. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how all I have for my opening credits notes. Like, I just don't think I need to see it a second time. Didn't blow you away? Nah, it was fine. The plot points and the elements of the story and the environment had a lot more potential than I think the film actually managed. I'm just looking at your notes. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, had a lot more potential than the plot managed to bring out and i don't know if you're going to convince me otherwise but i think you'll give it a hearty good go okay so i'm just going to start off with some generic things that i like about this film can i leave the room for a bit no do you want to just talk to the no just stay and fucking listen to me please okay (laughs) so i really like harper as a character we see her getting emotional about sports like literally in the first 10 minutes of the film it's not something that charlie like helps her rediscover or like act on it's all from her Uh uh-huh it's her own thing it's her passion and i don't think we get enough of that in rom-coms where like it's not something that the guy has sort of talked her around to and been like no but you can follow this he was a bit instrumental in that though he was kind of like to her oh well you're just too scared to put yourself out there and that did kind of force her into writing again it didn't force her into writing she got she forced herself into writing because she got fired she got fired and she also had that argument with him where he was super harsh about her writing and her lack thereof i know but then she assumed that she wasn't gonna ever see him again because they'd had that horrible argument yeah but you can potentially not see someone again and still think that i know but it came from her you don't think he had any like part to play with that like any no yes he did but it wasn't as like on the nose as it is in i can definitely give credit to the fact that it's not yeah it's not a direct like he was solely responsible for this absolutely not but he was like somewhat involved yeah. in her being like okay, but she I'm has like this. she has like a rapport with like the regulars and the staff at like the uh, the baseball game and she is like shouting from her seat and like she dismisses the trope of guys liking girls who like sports and i liked that right exchange she says to charlie like you know guys don't like girls who like sports they like girls in tight hockey jerseys like getting the terminology wrong guys like girls who like guys who like sports mm. which i thought was quite funny yeah i'm gonna take a picture of you you post it on tinder no is guys love girls who like sports are you kidding me they do guys think that they like girls who like sports what they actually like is a girl in a very tight sports jersey serving them wings and getting the terminology wrong guys like girls who like guys who like sports okay I think there's so many funny moments in this film. I think there are potentially funny lines. I don't necessarily think the way they're delivered or the the pacing oh, gives, no. gives to that. No, I don't. I just don't agree. Uh, you don't think... Okay, so that line about guys don't like sports. Well, that's not like girls. laugh out loud funny. I just thought like, huh, that's a good point. Yeah, but you don't, you don't think that could have been delivered better and potentially funnier not particularly because it's not like a laugh out loud moment i just don't i I think the actress who plays harper is a a better funny actor than the guy i think they're both kind of not 
completely great at that. I was going to say, uh, yeah, uh, you might be right. No. <laughs> I feel like anyone listening to this podcast is going to be like, why is mummy and mummy fighting? <laughs> Just like some of the funny, like her constantly appearing from nowhere and making him jump, like her having a massive thing of popcorn shoved down her shirt and yeah, picking it up with her tongue. That's funny. And I'm going to use that as well. Smart Leaving the restaurant, like after only eating the free chips and then pouring them into her bag, yeah. which made it funnier. And then as they're leaving, he, because <laughs> she takes a phone call and pretends to like have to be called away from the restaurant so she can literally just have sat there and had free water and free chips. Yeah. Charlie like cottons on to what's happening and he's like, what the whole leg? <laughs> they're a nice little sort of comic pairing together. I know you're making a face at me the whole time that I'm talking this about it. This is so difficult because I feel like we've built up some sort of rapport here. Some sort. <laughs> so, some sort vague, yeah. vague connection. There's trust. And enthusiasm on your end. And I, I've said this to you yesterday. I just feel so bad about trampling on something you like this much because I know how much you like it. Yeah. I, I just think it's not, it's not necessarily, it's fine. It is just a fine film. I think it's really good. It's not really good though. I think it is really good. I just don't know how much to go in on this because okay. now I'm, I'm thinking about our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll survive. I'll just think you're wrong. You'll think I'm an arsehole. <laughs> which I don't know if my ego can take it. Even though I know everything I've put here, I'm like, I 100% agree with oh myself. Oh my God. <laughs> when they're standing outside the apartment with the pizza and he looks mm-hmm. at her and he's like, I don't know whether you'll understand this, but like, I want to fuck this pizza. And she's like, I get it. Like, that made me laugh out loud. Maybe it's just a, a different sense of humour then. Because Maybe. <laughs> I, I thought the jokes were very, um, I mean, obviously the jokes are going to be forced because it's a comedy, mm. like to an extent mm. that the characters aren't going to be written in a completely realistic way. But it was just like, they try to say the, the quirkiest things possible and make them somewhat crude. And then that was the usually the joke. I don't think that I want to fuck this pizza thing is like The fuck forced. this pizza thing, they, they've said about like dick, like a lot of his lines, like funny lines, quote unquote, involve like saying the word dick. There's so much there that I'm just like, it doesn't feel like they have a good sense of humour. It feels like oh, they. I, like it. I think just this might be a sense of, of humour difference because maybe. I like it. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I just didn't really find them funny. It, it just seemed too um, performative, I guess, maybe. But also, them dancing at the engagement party and her suddenly needing pizza out of nowhere. I thought that was really funny. Really funny. You thought it was really fun. Let's let's just put this on a scale. No, I wasn't in tears. One laughing. to ten. Ten for in tears. Oh, for fuck's sake! I just I I just need to know where you're at. Like a five out of ten. I just thought it was right. good. So why are we highlighting five out of tens? Because I liked it. It's part of what makes the whole film cohesively quite funny. A lot and my of five sense out of humor. Do you know? No, you know, I'm getting fucked off already. <laughs> this is why I don't know how hard to go. <laughs> Okay, not that hard. I'm sensitive. And also, I don't like Pete Davidson very much in this film as Charlie's best friend, but him dumping coffee all over Rick at the end... Oh, that was great. ...was great and funny. It's not like I didn't like Pete Davidson in this film. I just didn't like... I wasn't just keen on his performance. Almost all the jokes were about him being gay. Yeah. So it was just, again, the writing was just being so... It was an attempt to be outlandish that I just didn't get on board with, that I was just like this is the only tone of comedy that you're going with throughout the whole film. And I'm like, 
this is very tired. This is very tired already. The only person who had a slightly differing tone in their like comedic style was the woman who played Harper. It wasn't enough to, for me to feel like this was a funny film. I, re I really liked the actress who played Harper. I thought she, she yeah. probably did... She, she was probably the most endearing to me. Yeah. I would have loved her in a film with a completely different cast, with this same story, potentially. Because, again, the story itself mm, premise. holds up and the, the environment is a great one. I don't know if you want to go on to, like, is the meat cute? I think I do, yeah. Yeah. So, you know what? It was. And it was wholly believable too definitely in terms of like being the typical meet cute where they kind of hate each other at first that was done in quite an authentic way for this film and i felt like quite charmed by that and i've sort of put in my notes here again their environment is quite a harsh competitive one mm. um and i feel like the initial difference between them is that he believes in this harsh world and is very accepting of its harshness yeah. and wants to embrace it and become a part of it and yeah. level up in it whereas that's in contrast to her because she accepts the world only to an extent and will challenge it and him as a result yeah which again very strong and it helps create their dynamic and their conflict but i just think the conflict could have been better executed the story and the performances and the dialogue could have been better executed there's so much i like okay. and i do believe the potential exists yeah i think it's a good point that you raise about their differing attitudes to the world that they're inside of yeah because he is like starting to emulate his boss's behavior he's really trying to be that completely. it's rubbing off on him because he like even um parrots like phrases that rick uses so rick says something about dipping your dick in ink and writing out hieroglyphics or something oh. for the word bullshit or something like that yeah and then he says that later on to an intern he says like dipping your dick in ink and writing out something or other right and i was like okay even though he doesn't like rick he wants to be him and he's starting to yeah. sort of emulate those behaviours. And they're awful. Like he's, Rick is an irredeemably awful character. Yeah. I thought the meat was cute. It's cute because you know they're going to be the romantic leads. So it's enjoyable to watch the friction that is there in the first place and to and imagine again, how that's yeah. going to develop. That's not a new thing in romantic comedies, but it is what makes Completely. them enjoyable. But it does tie in with like their environment and the attitudes around their environment. Yeah, definitely. Which again just makes it feel so authentic. Because I mean, we've seen like romantic leads hate each other, and usually they hate each other for the most ridiculous reasons. Yeah. And it's just like a weird look or something, and then yeah. they have like this back and forth that's kind of flirty and kind of I hate you. Mm. That doesn't feel like that for this. No, and which it's not, I'm so pleased. About. It's not what happens. It's it's it sort of takes that trope, I guess of, oh, I don't really like you very much. Do we kind of want to explain what happens? They both order dinner for their bosses. Mm -hmm. They're both working in the same office building. Yeah. And they both arrive in the foyer of the building at the same time to collect their food. Uh, Harper can't... For someone who's watched it so many times, don't. I think you've got it wrong. He doesn't get to order the food yet, because remember the boss says he doesn't want to. Yeah, I'm tired. Oh, but... So they both need to order food for their bosses. Uh-huh. Harper succeeds, and so she goes down to the foyer of the office building that they both work in, but she can only pay in cash, mm -hmm. and she hasn't got cash on her. Charlie also then arrives downstairs looking for somewhere to get dinner for Rick, and he spots 
the food that's like going begging because she can't pay for it so he takes it off her and then they try to like negotiate who's going to take what food up to which boss and there's like sort of conflict over like whether he'll let her take any of it yeah and he also takes a pickle for himself <laughs> saying it's going to be for rick and actually it's just for himself when funny. she wanted it it's more just sort of like annoyance than anything else Hi. oh whose food is this it's mine you got thirty-one, thirty-two. it's all yours I have cash? I have so much cash. No, no, you no. Hey, 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 okay. That's my boss's dinner, and if I'm not upstairs in the next two minutes with that food, I will get fired. There are two dinners. One for me and one for her, so we could split it, okay? I can take one to my boss, and you can take one to yours, please. I want to be paid back tomorrow. 8% interest, liquidity preference. Do I look like somebody who can afford interest? I steal my toilet paper from the office bathroom. It's a kind of playful annoyance. And he says, like, I want that. that. I want that money back, like, plus interest. Yeah. And she's just like, who do you think you are? Yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Also, she makes it like a truffle uh, cheeseburger. Yeah. And I'm like, I I'd like to see Respect. how that goes. <laughs> so I do, I do enjoy that sort of, I, I dislike you, but I'm eventually going to love you type of thing yeah. even though it's overdone but it's it's done in a different way in this film like they're just a little bit annoyed by each other and then they come together to work together like out of necessity for their own ends yeah. and then they spend more and more time together and they become good friends and then they realize that they have like a spontaneous yeah. connection and that grows you know organically right yeah the growth and the progression of their connection checks out because it yeah. is just like a playful uh, annoyance between colleagues which like colleagues in that kind of intense building to even have a playful annoyance is, yeah that shows a spark immediately mm -hmm. um so then they were kind of like civil after that then they get to know each other more and they become more and more friendly so mm -hmm. again the build-up is quite realistic yeah it's good isn't it <laughs> not good oh again. my god yes it is it's very bizarre that it like in terms of the structure of the film, mm. a lot of boxes get ticked. Okay. But in terms of the design and decor of the film, it does not. Okay. So it's just like, yeah, it's a fine house to visit, I guess, but would I want to live in that world or would people stop and take photos of it? No, is the answer. <sighs> I'm going to talk about meeting a couple of the other characters just okay. while we're in this segment. Rick has no development other than the fact that he is an irredeemable asshole. He actually has a regression more than a progression. Yes. Which I'm just like, that's fine, I guess. Which I do think is part of the film that I find frustrating. Really? Because there's... I know he's not the main focus of the film, but there's n nothing there. It's mm. literally so two-dimensional. You could have added in something about him realising sort of the consequences at least of some of his actions and the way that he treats people incredibly carelessly the way that it's written is like they've gone how can we make him unequivocally hateable especially for like a 2018 audience like it's... charlie overhears him talking to a colleague on the phone saying that if i see any hair on a woman like i'm out yeah which is just something that you say and immediately you've lost like mm, so much respect all women everywhere i think just like stop caring about uh, you yeah i would hope so yeah i don't think the writing is particularly subtle there no it's definitely not i mean when watching it with my parents they definitely took note of how he kind of seemed emotionally vulnerable and stuff when he was drunk and how um, i think that's a cop out though no no, no they, they weren't saying it like a good thing no 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 i mean the the writing of the film 
like yeah. making him emotional when he's drunk but and they're only not when addressing that yeah that, that's the thing it's if you do that then you need to build on that yeah instead of just out. making it a sideline of like oh maybe he's okay ish mm. and that scene is kind of played for laughs so in my parents eyes it was kind of like oh they're trying to play for laughs this kind of guy who's emotionally stunted like severely so that he mm. takes it out on other people and it's ultimately and detrimental violent. to himself he's physically so violent yeah and when he's drunk Charlie looks terrified. I would be. And I found that scene quite uncomfortable to watch. Mm. Obviously, it's not going to get taken to a serious place or anything in a rom-com. But it, yeah, but kind but of it should. He if looks you're, terrified. If you're going to do stuff like that, then you need to like be aware of the yeah. severity mm. of that. You can't just be like, oh, well, that guy just doesn't get the girl. It's like, that's not like an equal punishment almost no. or like yeah. a, a significant or sufficient arc yeah. for someone who has done so much to kind of damage so many people. Yeah. And I think Charlie recognising that behaviour and how damaging it is and dismantling it, like, within himself and learning not to replicate it is a good character arc. Yeah, he he softens and he realises that that world is not one to accept and abide by. Mm. And he realises that because of knowing Harper. Yeah, because she makes him realise that, like, getting promoted in a job that you hate it's probably not worth it. Yeah. And he ends up being a temp and he's like, well, I get to, you know, look at a bunch of different jobs. Right. And, 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 and indirectly, like. he kind of lets her know, like, going out with a girl purely on her looks when, you know, you guys aren't really connecting because of how much him and Harper connect. Mm-hmm. It does indirectly give to him, like, there are alternatives out yeah. there to, to all the things you've accepted in your life. Yeah, yeah. Um, Like, harshness isn't just, like, the way it is and the way of the world, which yeah. I think... At at the point when they meet, he is very much like, yeah, this is just what you need to do to get where everyone wants to be. Yeah. I also wanted to talk about Becca's boyfriend, Mike. Okay. So Becca is Harper's best friend and Harper lives with Becca and Mike. I like them. I love them as a couple. I love Mike. I, well, I love both of them, to be honest. They're really great I characters. can't remember him any more significantly than Becca. Well, they don't have, like, massive roles, but I really enjoyed... So, okay. They come back from a party and they've seen some guy that Becca had sex with at some point. Mm -hmm. And he is just cool with it. Like, he's not puffed up and jealous or anything or, like, hyper-testosterone-y about it, which is often, like, the case and it's played for laughs. Right. It's not fucking funny. (laughs) No. It's uh, annoying. He's just so secure like sure. in himself and in their relationship. They are so in love with each other. It was a party. Gilbert was there. You haven't seen him since... Since she had sex with him in the handicap bathroom on the Acela? You told him about that? I tell him everything, Harp. Yeah, if we had to avoid every guy she's ever had sex with on some sort of public transportation, <laughs> we'd never leave the apartment. <laughs> Shut up. Love you, Mike. I love you, Harper. And the speech that she makes at their engagement party about, like, loving someone despite some of their qualities and like it's just so believable it's well acted very cute yeah and i think their bits are well written and he has like a good rapport with harper as well because you know sometimes like 
the boyfriend will ignore the best friend or like they won't really have any interaction or the girlfriend will be weird about them having interaction yeah exactly yeah, like if there's a sort of and it's yeah it's just definitely cool they're all just like love you love yeah you. yeah 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 when she yeah. says love you Mike, and he's like i love you harper it's like oh these are nice people yeah very very cute so i really liked them that's all i've got on the characters really so far the next segment is ridiculous where we discuss the characters chemistry you can go first because mine's kind of tied up with sweetest feeling don't you think they could have just remained good friends no (laughs) yes i do i think that's not impossible despite a whole plot that again i think was a well-constructed plot yeah pushing them that way despite like again the very interesting dynamic that i believe is interesting of like him accepting harshness and her wanting to challenge that mm-hmm. emotionally i still didn't feel them okay together and i didn't feel that chemistry despite all again all the things that i definitely admit it has going for it yeah. structurally yeah okay. i believe the building wouldn't collapse <laughs> you're cushioning me right now so i see where you're coming from uh-huh i didn't really feel like super excited about their chemistry until after the engagement party i agreed with you up to that point because they were like they had a good like platonic chemistry i think and they were enjoyable to watch on screen together even when they were dancing together at the engagement party i thought it was like cute and goofy and quite nice but i wasn't like gripped by their chemistry even when they were sort of like looking at each other while they were dancing a bit sort of like oh right okay the pizza scene because obviously that was a very sweet scene yeah do you think that was particularly like these two are loved up like because i just think that's kind of like sweet and it it could lead to like a kind of cute romantic time but nothing like grand romance yeah but the whole film is more low-key than that it doesn't play up the idea of grand romance i don't I... think disagree i mean why because look at the last scene the last scene they like definitely try and do like the cliche romantic comedy thing of like playfully insulting one another and then they have a grand it's been done before and then they have a grand kiss at the end so they're not really a grand kiss it's a kiss like again with the whole premise of like offices are either mundane or harsh they were definitely trying to make this a grand sweet romance like something i think grand is the wrong word Something beautiful that will come from, <laughs> come from like, this environment. I, I definitely think they were trying to do that. I'm not saying it happened. Definitely not. <laughs> Let's clarify that. Okay. That's my statement. Okay. Black and white. But. Of course, as like, always. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think they had the intent to make this feel like these people are meant to be together. Yeah. But the film, I don't think, delivered that. But I think the, the people making it wanted that. I don't think they did want that. I don't think that's intended because that's not what's put across like that sort of the thing that you see sometimes in rom-coms where it's like this grand desperate like I can't imagine not being with you like kissing out in the rain type thing which to an extent pisses me off a little bit. Well yeah don't you think they're just trying to modernize the grand romance? It's not like they're well, trying yeah, to but stray I think they do it successfully. That. Yeah but they're still trying to implicate a grand I don't think idea to it Um, they're just trying to modernize it because they know that people are fed up of that kind of like this is the person who's going to complete me kind of thing I know but the whole point from that but they're trying to still make it seem like this is probably the love of her life and this is like a distinct big time love 
I think you're right. Like the person they'll marry. But in modernising it, they've taken that grand, like, out in the rain, dramatic, melodramatic thing and they've made it appropriate for 2018, which is... Sure. To have, like, a romance that looks like something you might see in real life. Again, is it the thing of... Because before we've, like, pretentiously separated the act of love and the feeling of love. Yeah. So do you think they were trying to remove the act of a grand love, but they were still trying to implicate the the feeling of a grand yeah, so love? Yes, I think so. Okay, so th- I think that's what I think as well. Yeah. But I think they also made it a slow burner. Yeah. Which is more modern. Yeah, to an extent. I still think they were trying to imply a grand love and I don't think they I don't think that came across in terms of making you feel it. You know? I understand, but I disagree that they were trying to imply a grand love. I'm running up against that word, to be honest. I <laughs> agree with you that they're trying to modernise this idea of the big sweeping romance, but I think that in modernising it, right. they're taking away that grandeur and that... They're taking away the, the grand idea of the act of love, though, not yes. the feeling of love. The feeling of love they are still trying to write grandly, or they're trying to make it feel like it's a grand relationship that they're about to embark on. The word is losing its meaning for me. I think to a certain extent you're right, but okay. I think they're trying to make it more of a pedestrian accessible relationship. Conclusion. Because, yeah, because they understand that yeah. modern standards yeah. and people are more self-aware now. And Yeah. It has to have a certain amount of like aspiration to it yeah. because people use film as escapism but, yeah. and that's the, sort of the whole point. I, I think they wrote it as though, again, it would be a, a big love. If I was in that situation, I'd be underwhelmed. No. That I, would not be a big I like them me. enough as a couple that I would just like them as a couple and nothing more. I wouldn't think these people are meant to be together. No, I like the development of the relationship and the characters and the story enough that I buy into the idea that this is going to be like a big love for both of them. Because I'm a Pisces. (laughs) (laughs) You can't keep using that as a reason. (laughs) Why? It's my life. (sighs) Do you want to do the sweetest feeling? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look, let me try and, you know, bring about some Great, I'm looking positivity forward to on my end. The sweetest <laughs> feeling is where we discuss the sweetest moments of the film. Mine is similar to stuff you've already mentioned. Them dancing and remembering throughout them dancing the speech from Becca. Yeah. The like because and the love despite. Mm-hmm. That was all very well done. I like that they were like casually talking about... Did you like the and yet? The, the and yet? Yeah. I feel like the answer's no, because I can't remember what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, for about. fuck's sake. In the engagement party speech, she says, you know, Mike is a dork or whatever, and he yeah. um, shouts at police sirens. Yeah. And yet, I love him. Yeah. Really, I love that concept. I did like that speech, and it was yeah. very sweet. And yes. I feel like the kind of uh, sentimentality that basically all rom-coms deserve a hint of. Yes. I think it was very endearing to watch Harper and... What's his name? Dave? What's his name? (gasps) Charlie. Charlie. (laughs) You're so mean to me. (laughs) To you. Don't see this as a personal attack. This is why I don't know if I can carry on this podcast. Yes, you can. Because this is going to ruin our friendship. (laughs) No, 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 carry on. (laughs) Even if it ruins the friendship, we'll get clout. We'll get over it. (laughs) Yeah. What is your sweetest feeling? I want to know. No, no, I I have a few like okay okay the reason why i liked harper and charlie talking uh kind of casually about oh what what's my like because and love despite qualities Mm. that you see in me and what what uh, vice versa you like expensive stuff and 
Let a 23-year-old walk all over you, and yet you're tolerable. You talk way too fast. And you are way too nice to everyone. Except me, apparently. <laughs> and yet, you are a terrible dancer. That's not how it works. And they were trying to make it very casual, and it's like you can't talk about something that emotionally loaded casually and yeah. it's just cute that you thought you could yeah that's very naive. oh my god that's very naive but in a very endearing way i'm saying it was, so, it was sweet <laughs> i'm saying a good thing about it okay. i'm saying it was naive but in a very cute way okay good i think like something that helped with scenes like that uh throughout the engagement party was the very good soundtrack that the film has that yeah. kind of harkens back to older rom-com soundtracks mm-hmm. um and that's something my parents picked up on and mm-hmm. particularly liked i don't know if that's the thing that helped make the scene so sweet i don't think it was like i, I give credit to the script and again the mm. the way they were trying to act very like blasé about like oh well why do you love me yeah <laughs> like, <it's just> like <laughs> come on that's very silly so even from my first watch of the film the pizza scene was super memorable I would have preferred that scene to be at the start of the film or like closer to the start of the film somehow. I think just a small scene to show that connection and then they are normal, 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 normal again. Mm, and then another scene no, like that. No. <laughs> I just think I need I needed numerous moments like that to really believe in their chemistry. Okay. I needed a couple more moments like okay, that. So okay, not that's necessarily fine. that pizza scene, but the tone of that scene yeah. and the, the lingering. Yes. I needed that throughout More. other points okay even just in smaller sections like half the time or whatever i sort you know of agree I mean? with you on that yeah. point. I'm i needed just... i needed more of those intimate moments of just the two of them because yeah. then it's sort of if you were to look at the trajectory of like their romantic moments and their sort of romantic intensity it would sort of just be very very slightly very increasing pizza scene is a bit of a spike yes and then it's sort of increased but just sort of going in like a steady line again after right. that until the end. Uh, yeah, I completely agree. So, yeah, I do agree with you. I needed yeah. more more of just those little nuggets and Again, those sort of, like, lingering looks. Yeah. Lingering looks. Because, I mean, two of my favourite rom-coms are, like, When Harry Met Sally in My Best Friend's Wedding. Mm-hmm. And they have small moments like mm. that throughout. So, again, it didn't need to be that exact pizza scene. Yeah. Because that would not make sense. No. <laughs> but it needed to be, like, moments where, for some reason, they were together in a room alone. Yeah. And just some kind of, like, considerations of one another as romantic interests. Yeah. That's all. That I agree. been a lot better yeah the end scene had a mix of sweet and contrived just like the whole film just what i put here because it did go on then well okay so the end scene they kind of played it up and they showed some sort of self-awareness because she was doing the kind of i don't like you because of this thing Mm. and then he kind of like clicks on and he has a light bulb moment and then he carries on doing it too fuck's sake maybe it was just the performance of it or maybe the the way it it went into that scene i think that that idea could have been better executed Mm -hmm. and i'm just trying to figure out what i didn't like about it i feel like i wish there was more like small hints that she was starting to forgive him and then she made a comment like that Mm. maybe they just needed more of a lengthy dialogue between them to get to that point because they hadn't spoken in like weeks yeah so for it to be like a less than five minute conversation Mm. which i kind of get to an extent like the conversation wouldn't be extremely long if you've missed each other and you're like fully realized your feelings for one another Mm -hmm. but it needs to be 
a bit more than that before you get to playful announcements of your love for one another Mm -hmm. that moment didn't feel quite earned to me yeah it felt a little bit like the writers just wrapping it up in a neat little bow yes because they're tying in like the resolution of the argument with the whole and yet concept yes and it's all just like yeah great pretty ending and so there wasn't really an ironing out of the issues and like the things that he said to her which were very questionable yeah it feels like their humor is meant to be we're kind of quirky people mm-hmm. but i'm just like i mean coming from the queen of quirk over here <laughs> uh, quirkiness uh I guess usually um, that and awkwardness blend into one another. And I'm like, if you haven't seen each other in so long and you don't know where the other person's at, Mm -hmm. there is going to be some awkwardness and shyness before Mm. you get into something kind of quirky. And do you know what that has just reminded me of was the kissing booth Mm. when Noah leaves for two weeks and Mm. then he comes back and like out of the blue confronts her and surprises her. He doesn't know how she feels. Right. And how her feelings might have changed in the time that they haven't spoken or seen each other. And I thought it was out of order in that film. So I have to think that it's out of order in this film. See, I don't think it's out of order. And they kind of like... It's not out of order for him because Lucy Liu actually like asked him to meet her there and so she like arranged she serenoed them like she arranged for them to meet outside the office building should have been a longer conversation between the two of them i think so i think they both emotionally scam one another both harper and charlie Mm. to figure out that the other person's okay with talking yeah and the conversation doesn't allow for them to scan the situation enough to know is there romantic interest here Mm. to have that kind of dialogue that would kind of be cute and a self-awareness of oh we're playing a game now mm. would be cute and endearing if it felt earned which i don't think it did for this moment. i still thought it was really cute <laughs> again because it's like the structure of it is yeah. cute yeah but it is just like the way yeah. it's i loved put together i loved the, the moment when he realized what she was doing she was doing that and yet i think it could have been cute displayed a total lack of character when it mattered i know Charlie, you have the romantic and sexual personality of a seventh grader. What? You're a know-it-all. You are unbelievably bad at beer pop. You're a sore winner, and you use too many exclamation points. And yet? So she's saying, you know, you showed a complete lack of character at the most important time. You're uh, immature, like emotionally. Uh And he sort of is looking a bit offended. And then he has that like a light bulb moment, as you said. And oh, I just love love. So it was, I just, I really enjoyed it. I love love too. I just don't want people to settle. Oh my God. The thing is, I really don't. Also, as your friend, I don't, I would worry that you are settling oh don't for worry this. don't worry <laughs> because you were calling it a really good rom-com and i'm just like no it is okay as long as you're happy then i'm happy for <laughs> you as long as you're okay like i'm gonna step back and just let you do your thing but um you know I, i've i've said my piece and okay. i hope you're very happy together oh, um I, I really hope it works out and I'm, I'm happy you found this. I've watched it like 20 times, so... Yeah. No matter what I think about what films you're spending your time with, it doesn't <laughs> matter, really. I'm getting uncomfortable with this metaphor. I'm, I'm just happy you're happy. Um, oh, fucks. So, my sweetest feeling, predictably, is the pizza scene. 
I can't help myself. I get it. It's a very distinct scene. I just can't help myself when they have that look. They climb in through the fire escape into Charlie's room with this pizza that they've been waiting to eat because they're slightly drunk and drunk people want pizza. Like they open the pizza and they like shove it in their mouths, like half folded and sort of like, you can see sort of grease around their mouths. And I just think that's good. Cause they're not just sort of like taking one bite and being like, uh, they're literally shoving it handfuls Completely. in. Completely. <laughs> and I'm like, good. Unless a film like Kissing Booth would have just amped up them having a nibble. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, quite. <laughs> All right. I don't know what that means. I mean either. I'm tired. <laughs> I liked that. And then she says, this is the best meal I've ever had. And he looks at her and I don't know whether he's sort of realising that he likes, I, I think they're both sort of realising that they like each other a bit. I think he's realising he likes her. But again, I'm just like, that kind of moment could have come closer to the, the start of the film or in the middle of the film. Yeah, well, no. She's had junk food in front of him too. I know, like, not when they're drunk, but I'm just like, it's a kind of endearing moment and sweet, but I'm just like, that's that's the line that makes you suddenly look at her that way and we haven't seen you look at her that way throughout. I'm like, how? <laughs> yes, I wish there were more moments like that where mm. they have, like, a little spark, a little connection, a little line said where it's like, Ah, okay, you. Yeah, okay. Let me think about you for a bit. It's really well acted, this scene, I, I agree. think. Yeah. And so I just can't help myself <laughs> because the way that they look at each, uh, each other for a long time as well. I yeah. think it's like a good seven or eight seconds, I want to say, mm. of just like back and forth, like just looking at each other in the eyes. I'm surprised and pleased that they didn't kiss. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that was safe for the end. I just can't help myself. When there's a good look, I can't help it. Yeah, but... Because I could feel the chemistry between them. I mean, we've spoken about in some other episodes of, like, how um, if someone is confident about their plot and the writing and the, the story they're telling, they would not mind putting in bigger scenes close to the start sure. because they know they have so much good material to go with mm -hmm. and they are confident and collected in what they're doing. Mm. That doesn't seem what this film is doing. That scene should not be the standout scene and the moment for them. Yeah, I sort of agree. Because mm. it's it's the bit that I liked the most and it gave me the sweetest feeling. You say sometimes that you have to pause a film and kind of I go, did pause Ooh. it, yeah. But all the time she's seen no, it? No, just the first time. Okay. Again, I, rem I remember it from my first time. Exactly, that yeah. That scene alone you. I wouldn't mind watching, but yeah. no other scene would I care about watching. Oh my God. I mean... Look, they slightly make fat jokes in it when the guy is in the elevator. Oh, yeah. that I wrote that down. That's so Elevator scene, not funny. Not Nothing funny. Nothing about it is funny. Most of Charlie's jokes are just, like, crude. Most of her lines are just meant to sound quirky, and I think it is in the way the actress delivers them that I'm, like, cool with it. Mm. And Pete Davidson's jokes, for the most part, are just, yeah, I'm gay. Yeah. And it's like, why? Yeah. Because I think Pete Davidson could have been funny in the role, but you you wasted that. Mm. I don't, I don't think anything else was particularly enjoyable about the the film in terms of like scene to scene and what I'd want to go back to. Yeah, I don't know whether if they'd had more scenes, intimate scenes between the two of them, whether the pizza scene would be my sweetest feeling. I love the look mm. between them. Also, I didn't have a lot else to choose from. Even though I really like the end scene and when he realizes like she's doing the and yet thing. Uh -huh. I mean, that's not even the pinnacle of the film for me. The pinnacle mm. of the like the climax is when she gives her writing to Lucy Liu. She asks her to come back to work and she says, no, you know, after you fired me, like 
I wrote the first thing that I've written since I started working yeah, for you. Yeah, so I can't. And so I can't come back. I don't know how you did all this. I mean, this place is falling apart without you. Come back and do it with me. I learned so much from you. But if I want to actually be a writer, I have to stop making excuses not to write. So I can't be your assistant. And she Very gets cool. to work with her and actually get something published. I love her in that scene. She, Even the way she comes into that scene and the way she like carries herself, she yeah. carries herself like a winner. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I believe it. I'm just like, yeah. you've grown. And like, the, I feel that. her actually finishing writing the piece in that restaurant, mm. like for me, that was the bit where I was like, yes! Like that's my like sort of emotional climax of the film. And then everything after that, them getting together is sort of like the come down and like the that's interesting that's how i felt I, yeah, about it I, I feel like with a lot of rom-coms we watch sometimes i'm just like oh the story should have been about this person <laughs> yeah, instead yeah. of and i'm just like well yeah harper the actress and the character i'm like that's a good time i yeah. didn't really like charlie as a character the way he redeems himself doesn't feel like enough for me no. The, the kind of jokes and mentality he has still isn't quite good enough. Yeah, for I feel her, like I'm giving. I feel like I'm giving him too much credit, but I, I do. I do like him yes. quite a lot. Well, again, I'm I'm happy if you're happy. <laughs> <laughs> I like the actor. I think that's what's uh-huh. tripping me up. The character, I think, is passable. Whereas she's, I think, she's fantastic. Yeah, I was thinking like if that actress um, turned up in more rom coms, she could really like dominate the genre in a way that i think would be really uh endearing and charming if she got the right kind of scripts and work which i think this was fine but i don't think it was like the best thing she could be in in terms of a rom-com but it was popular and she received very good reviews for her performance so i'm hoping that she will get better even better work from this she must do romantic comedy work i'm yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. specifically no, she must. i want to see her in more stuff yeah. that i want to watch do you want to go on to what happened next i do all right what do you think i've written these love birds i've written three words oh marriage the end oh god <laughs> wow what a Although, time lots of things in between end of the film and marriage the end like i think it would be nice to see him explore his different career paths and uh-huh. stuff. Him finding something p- potentially creative to do. Because he's like a... They never really clarify, but he's like a stockbroker or something. Something like, Something like that. Assistant to a stockbroker. So I think it'd be nice for him to find something potentially creative, artistic or something to... Interesting. Okay. <laughs> you look so fed up with me. Oh my God. I don't mean... Honestly, I don't mean to. I'm enjoying it. I think him saying, like, I get to try out a bunch of different jobs and he looks quite optimistic about that. Yeah. I think it'd be nice for it to be something creative. And I want her to be, like, a really successful sports reporter, absolutely knocking it out of the park, maybe then taking over from Lucy Liu as editor eventually. Oh, like, that, that's way in the future. Yeah. So there have been talks about sequel possibilities. I, from... No. No, 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 no. Let me get to the end of it. Judging by, like, the tone of the articles that I've read, there's not going to be a sequel. It's just... What kind of articles? The writer and, like, the director talking about where they would take it if they got given a sequel. A sequel is not going to be commissioned by Netflix, I don't think. It didn't do well enough, right? I don't think so. No. The director, Claire Scanlon, wants to, like, explore... Kirsten, Lucy Lou, she wants to explore like her character and find her a love story maybe. They kept on kind of saying in the film that she should have a baby. I know. And that I that made me a little bit so 
disappointing. Yeah. Because it's like, she hasn't even implied it at all. No. I... Don't project onto her. Oh, no. Jesus. Even Harper's character did that, and she was the best one. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what made me sort of warm to Lucy Liu's character when she said, like, oh, now that I'm engaged, people at these baby showers, like, want to speak to me. Mm. And I was like, oh, no. Self-aware. Because, like, the fact that she has a successful career is not enough for people whose lives maybe centre around marriage and babies yeah they, they treat her as though she's the other which is oh yeah and relatable yeah so but it's so disappointing even someone like harper who's career orientated is just like she probably wants a baby it's like what i know what do you that, mean don't assume this of her that sort of came out of nowhere that line it was said a cu- couple of times in the film yeah i don't really understand why they were implying Baffled that because so her character like, deserved more yeah and the screenwriter mm. wants to follow Harper and Charlie again, but follow them setting up another couple. Sorry, my eyes are rolling into the back of my head. She wants to follow them setting up a pair of friends <laughs> at a wedding. And I assume that would be Becca and Mike's wedding. But I just Silly. don't... It's Why? just not compelling enough because it's the same storyline yeah, again. Why? It's the same premise. It's the same premise without the environment to make it endearing and yeah. captivating. Because at a wedding, it's just like, well, yeah, people are loved up. Or, yeah. like... It's not as, like, charming. This is why I don't think there's going to be a sequel. Don't get too salty about it because it's not going to happen. Yeah, but just them thinking that that's even a good idea, I'm just like, oh, you probably accidentally built this film correctly, again, in terms of the structure, by accident. If you think a wedding would be a good setting. Well, the director was trying to, like, steer her away from that. (sighs) You look real pissed off at that thought. We should (laughs) write a rom-com, I guess, probably. I mean, I guess probably, yeah. Yeah. It'd be very on brand for us. We've got too much going on. Yeah, right now. But I'm very tempted to just be like, no, I can take on another thing. It's fine. (laughs) No, you can't. I really can't. But (laughs) I could take it on to make it as okay as that sequel idea, at least. Yeah, to be fair, some of the shit that we've seen, it shouldn't be that hard to get like a passable rom-com out there. And some real stinkers. If someone does a whole monologue comparing themselves to a fucking parking garage. I'm never, ever going to forget it, ever. What's your what happened next? So her character arc was about finding focus. So I really hope life works out for her because she she started to find that focus and I just hope that continues to progress. If this was like realistic, they would be together for around five years. Cool. They would even get engaged, but then I think they would call it off. No! No! I also put for him like his character arc was about becoming more sensitive and laid back. And again, I just put, I hope that life works out for him. Yeah. Again, I'm just, I'm hoping the best for them. Great. But I don't think they're going to be like together forever. And I don't think they should be. I think they've come together at a point where they both needed a yin and yang Mm. dynamic in their life to kind of showcase what they were missing. Mm -hmm. He had focus in a very toxic way. She lacked focus in a toxic way. She was sensitive, perhaps to her detriment at times, mm. and he was not yeah. to his detriment. Yeah. So they they helped each other and they've helped each other, each other grow. Mm. And I think they're very... They, they were meant to be in each other's lives at that point. Yeah. And maybe for, like, half a decade if we're going to be generous. Yeah. But then they've got to change and grow. And, no. and change, they're going to change more. And then it'll be over. Do you not think they could grow together? No, I... I don't see why they would. Why wouldn't they? I just don't see it. Okay, that's fine. I I just don't think they had, again... Considering you're not even totally invested in their chemistry and believing of it. I am! 
Damn! No, you're not. We can rewind the tape, Hannah. <laughs> All right? So it's not an interrogation. You admitted that in terms of their romantic chemistry, you weren't fully feeling it. Yes, so but... that's not uh, going to be long-lasting for a whole yes, life to Yes, but I love visit. love. I want them to I be love together too, forever. I love love which is why I want them to go find it. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. I think you're right. Thank you. And I really agree with the stuff about them coming together at the right time to have like a yin and yang because they're good yeah. working off of each other and like making each other... It all makes sense. ...stronger. And yeah, that all makes a lot of sense. But I cannot physically help myself that when I get to the end of a film and they kiss uh-huh. and I'm like all in for the couple, I just literally cannot bring myself to think that they won't be together forever but this is a you problem it's a me problem don't bring it to the table as though it's the problem for all of us there's a whole audience here no fuck it (laughs) i can't i can't help it i can't fight my nature how do you feel about everything i've said do you feel like i've been too harsh about the film no because there's a lot of things that i agree with okay thank goodness the friendship is intact people (laughs) new episode in two weeks Uh, (laughs) yeah i feel fine about it because you you weren't outright saying it was trash. Yeah. And the things that you were saying were good about it is what I also enjoyed yeah, about I it. Yeah, I hope you know me better by now to know that I'm like... Oh, well, I didn't think you were going to come be... in and be like, you're a fucking idiot for liking this film so much. I was worried. I really do agree with most of the things that you've yeah. said. Basically, everything you compliment, other than the comedy, I completely agree with. But I'm just like, it's not enough to make this engaging. Like, in terms yeah, of... Yeah, I think that's Yeah, fine. That's in, in terms fair. of... Uh, you know, it's meant to hit you emotionally. Mm. It's not just meant to hit you technically and be like, oh, that all makes sense. Yeah. And that's all it felt like for me. Yeah. Whereas I just personally was more more invested than you were and I just felt the chemistry a bit more than you did. And so... I did try and get invested. The beats that they were hitting hit me harder and I was right. more into it. But I agree with everything that you've said. Yeah. And I understand why you feel that way. You just weren't as sucked into it as I was. Whereas I'm so easily sucked in. A rom-com has got to be so shit for me to just be like, I don't care what happens to these people. Right. And I care what happens to them. I can't help it. And the comedy was there. It wasn't like completely normy comedy. It was more my sense of humour, I think. Yeah, they they did try and personalise it. I just think the way they tried to personalise that comedy was a bit... Um, at times distasteful, just like plain and simple. Mm. And at other times it just felt a bit too try hard and performative and like, oh, you're, that's not really, because I'm very much a fan of like placing in dialogue that's not really how people talk. I don't mind doing that in films, mm-hmm. um, but I guess only when it's done well. And I don't necessarily think it was done well here. I think that's I fair. Yeah. I don't quite know why exactly I feel that way, but I just feel like it wasn't quite done well because it was noticeable and not in a cute way. We've come a long way. I feel like we've moved into closing credits already. <laughs> we have. Um, Where we give our final thoughts on the film, anything that didn't fall in, into any of the other segments. I'd like to talk about Kirsten's character, or Kirsten, the way that they say it in America, which I just think is awful. I think they have a mix. I think it depends where the R is. Oh no, that's Kristen. Yeah. Don't mind me. Kirsten is Kirsten in Kirsten. America. Awful. Yeah. So, Kirsten? Kirsten? I'm just going to call her Lucy Lou, to be honest. But you can say Kirsten with an American accent and it still sounds... Kirsten. Kirsten? Kirsten. I hate it. Kirsten. (laughs) So she's got more depth to her than Rick has got. Because she takes an interest in Harper and she 
says to her at the end, like, I'm only so harsh on you because I want you to be as good as me. Like, I see a lot of me in you and I'm trying to make you better. It's like she could see the passion but not the assertiveness, I think. Probably something like that. Yeah. And the fact that she cancels on her friends a lot she says it's because she like has no room in her schedule or anything but i think it's also partly to do with the fact that they don't want to talk about anything except marriage and babies and that's not something at the moment that is important to her i think it's probably she's been shunned from those circles somewhat yeah i think like it was probably a case of she wouldn't mind taking an interest in their lives but she's probably gone into situations like that before and they have not taken an interest mm. in her yeah. back so it's not an equal dynamic at all yeah definitely you get the feeling that she's probably not appreciated or even liked by her friends because she probably goes to these parties and either has nothing to say or says something about her career yeah which is really sad and i think you you don't see any of that vulnerability in the film necessarily the possibility for it to be explored is there in the dialogue i just don't think it's exploited fully i completely get that if it was like a sequel where it's not a romantic comedy stop trying to make them (laughs) if it was something where the film starts and it shows her feeling alienated from her friends and the women that she knows because Mm. they expect and project certain expectations onto her that she does not want to fulfill and then towards the end of the film she kind of gets her personal life and her professional life more to a place that she'd like it to be Mm. That would be a good enough story for me. Yeah. You don't need to give the romantic stuff. Maybe she can, like, get with someone or date someone who is great at the end. But that can just be, like, a very B-plot part of it. But I was interested in her character. And Mm. I thought that the fleshing out of that character was quite good. Whereas Rick was literally just a dick and that's it. Yeah. Which I thought was unfortunate. Like, he hasn't even learned anything by the end. Like, he comes to Charlie's house and asks for files on his ex-wife so that he can learn about what she likes and what she doesn't like. I need some information on uh, my wife, my ex-wife. Like what? Uh, assorted favorites, as in uh, favorite foods, flowers, clothing. Uh, Are you serious? Look, I realize I should know this, but you used to do all this stuff for me. I want her back. Rick! Oh. Hey, you still work for this guy? Nope. It's Soy. Nice seeing you, Rick. To him, and I think actually to the scriptwriters, that was him learning. Because, oh, at least he wants to get to know his wife. Yeah, but in I that... think that was what they were trying to do of like, oh, well, he's, you know, some resolution. But in that case, I think Charlie should have said, what you need to do is go and learn about it yourself. Yeah, but I don't think Charlie's grown enough to fucking give that kind of response. That's the bit that that I found really odd because I thought he was just going to be like, no, you can't have the files. Go and speak to her because this is your problem. Yeah, but again, I I don't think Charlie had as much of a he just thinks it's not his problem. I think he probably, like the writers, thinks at least you're trying in your own way. That's all I have. Yeah, you like Charlie too much. Anyway. I do. I can't (laughs) help it. You could. I can't. I literally can't help it. Is it because you're a Pisces? Just a guess, just a guess. Don't, I'm sensitive. (laughs) Just a couple of nitpicks. I think we've touched on a lot of them anyway. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I've seen you've put your notes away and I feel like some level of relief. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just going to mosey on. Okay. At the start of the film, when he's not allowed to wait in the lobby for Rick, him being Charlie. Yeah. Um, And then when Rick does come out, he throws his phone away. I know. That bit is so strange. Again, it all just seems like 
performative yeah hang up the phone and put it in your pocket performative comedy's fine what are you throwing it in the street for yeah and so you could, bizarre you could do something funny where you you put the phone away in a very nervous way or whatever yeah or you like if you want that to be a comedic moment almost drop it or something like that you don't have like to do that. something yeah. completely dramatic and ott for yeah. it to be funny yeah. and that's what this film consistently relied on for its humor i thought i agree with that example i don't think i even noticed it the first time yeah i only noticed it the second time the second time i, I watched like, it i was like well, did he actually just chuck his phone away in the street and my parents were just like why would you do that <laughs> like you just wouldn't like that's yeah, silly it's a very odd that's so silly and it's like, like how are you supposed to emote or take these characters seriously if yeah. they're acting so bizarre some films act uh surreal where they have elements of surrealism mm. yet they um still make the characters like people who you can emotionally connect with mm. but that's because they're very aware of the over the top or surreal moments mm. and they play on that yeah and then they make this real moments as grounded as possible this film does not do that Mm-mm. all the humor is quirky and ott there's nearly humor in every single scene and they try and even mix that in with the moments that are meant to be more grounded so it's just like well i'm not buying it no because you're not selling it well sir <laughs> anyway oh is that not it no <laughs> It's never over. This next hour will be mine. Okay, you go ahead. We've kind of touched on this anyway. The awkwardness is kind of contrived. The Mm. quirkiness is kind of contrived. The fact that the awkward doesn't meet the quirky at natural times, Mm -hmm. like when they haven't seen each other in Yonkers, uh, does not make sense. Uh, Not a lot of direct communication there, which is what I'm a fan of. They just say the word penis or bush and extend that joke unnaturally oh yeah do you know yeah that um the bush bit i just see this is what i'm saying like for you to come to this podcast today (laughs) come to my house speaking to my microphone and say that this film is really funny (laughs) when you know this stuff deep down in your heart no some bits i I did think i did think like the film's not overall like really funny and that's what you made it sound like you thought at the start of this it's because i like the film i know dude hold on Yes. I'm just trying to remember a bit. When Charlie and Rick are in the elevator uh-huh. and he's like, oh, I, I hear if, if you don't call a woman back like really quickly, like it, they think you have a small penis. And Rick tells him to like get out of the elevator. I was like, just sometimes tonally the comedy is a little strange and a little forced. The bush, I mean, the whole like, because it's not even really a joke. Mm. It's, like, it's like someone's given that line to her and told her to like improv around it and then just sort of trail off it's like it's not funny it's not it personally, makes me a sad face for me personally there's some really good comedic moments that stick out name them popcorn getting pizza in What's the middle the popcorn of popcorn bit when she has the popcorn all in the front of her thing and she's picking it out with her tongue yeah, yeah, that seems... That's funny to me. Co- no, no, I, I, I get it. It's, hu- it's humourful. Humorous? Humourful? <laughs> Losing our minds. Look, I'm still the smartest one here for not thinking that the whole film was funny, right? They both seem so romantically uninformed that it was weird that they managed to construct a relationship so successfully for so long, i.e. their boss's relationship. Okay, 
when she's never had a boyfriend and he doesn't even he doesn't even know when he's in a bad relationship how did you guys manage to do that i wish we saw more of the play-by-play or like more of the challenges they faced during that and maybe those challenges could have bonded them and been like moments where they grew together because we saw like one time where rick and kirsten uh fought and that was a challenge for Mm -hmm. them but other than that not really when it's just like i don't even know if these people would know how to I don't know. I'm just like, well, you, you're both not good at romance right now, so I don't understand how you managed to achieve that. I I think they borrow a certain amount from, or at least Harper's character borrows a certain amount from her experience of rom-coms, because she yeah. talks about arranging a meet-cute, like they reference that in the film. Yeah. And, you know, it's unsuccessful, obviously, with the elevator scene. Yeah, I definitely don't disbelieve it completely, but I'm just like, huh. They sort of structure it a bit like a rom-com. So there's the meet-cute, then there's their first kiss at a big event, and then they, like, send flowers and bottles of whiskey and stuff, and that's all sort of in a montage. And then they have to sort of feel their way step-by-step once they have, like, a disagreement. Mm. And they have to not necessarily use their knowledge of, like, love or rom-coms, but use their knowledge specifically of their bosses. Yeah, I suppose so. And they're very informed in that area. So exactly. It, it, maybe it balances out, yeah. I suppose. So yeah, I guess that's not too much of a nitpick. That's just kind of a, something that I wondered. Yeah. It was a wondering. I really liked the scene where her friend, Becca, told her she was a bad writer. <gasps> oh my God, it's so good. That was great. I've been trying to write the same article for months and it's so bad I can't finish it. Ow! Of course your first hey, draft is going to be bad. It's going to be bad. terrible. And then you know what you do, Harper? You go back and you make it better, but you can't make it better until you actually do it. You're not a bad writer yet. You need to stop feeling sorry for yourself and just write something bad. So get off your bony little ass and just do it. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna write the shittiest article ever written. Yes! Okay, it's gonna suck ass. I can't wait to read it. Okay. And honestly, like, she should have just been in the film more. Mm. The, the humor of that was good as well, like, the tone of it. I just, yeah, it all just felt quite genuine and quite earned. Yeah. Like, I didn't think, like, oh, that was ridiculous. I didn't know they were that close that she could be that comfortably rude to her. Yeah. Like, it, no, it all just made sense. Yeah. I was like, cool. Very yeah. decent. It was great. Um. So definitely a shout out to that. And if it could have been my sweetest feeling moment yeah it would have been yeah yeah it was up there for me like harper is so frustrated with this article that she's trying to write and she says to becca like she's been working on it for weeks and it sucks Mm. and instead of being sympathetic she like hits her over the head with a cushion or whatever and she's like of course it's gonna suck because it's the first draft yes what are you playing at pull yourself together finish it because if you don't finish it you're never gonna have a draft to edit and make it better the the way the actress who plays becca delivers those lines it's so good and the message is just great yeah because it's very true you're gonna be bad before you get good yeah and Um, she's like i'm gonna write the shittiest article ever written yeah and becca's like great it's gonna suck i can't wait to read it <laughs> oh i'd really it's like that so friendship good. i believed it it was yeah it was yeah. very believable i think because they're two of the two of the best performance in the in the film not oh, the best but it was just like a great scene yeah i have a question to end my closing credits oh my god do you think the story would have worked if kirsten was our protagonist um and then she found out that she was set up 
So she still had this story with Rick, but we see it from her perspective. And then she realizes she was set up. And then maybe we could have played around with the idea of like her finding friends and just a, a better personal and professional life. And then that could have been the story going forward. Okay, so in that instance, would you get rid of Harper and Charlie entirely? Well, no, because they would be the people who did the setting up. Yes, but I mean their whole sort of romantic storyline. No, maybe they'd be like a, a B-plot or something. I feel I feel like their storyline could have easily been diluted into a B-plot. Because, okay. again, they only give us one sweet, really sweet moment with them, which is like, well, you could still have if they were, they were the B-plot. Because how interesting would that be if we're going along as the audience, not knowing, like... And we're thinking like, oh, this guy seems so sweet. It seems like almost too good to be true. Like, oh, okay, he's so we're not swell. we're not seeing it from the whole we're, set it up perspective. No. We're seeing it from her perspective. Yeah, and then midway through the film, we find out that it was a setup potentially. So then we get to know Charlie and Harper more because we've only seen both of them in little snippets. I think it'd be really interesting to see what her reaction would be like, her private sort of reaction to Harper telling her that it was all a setup. Yeah because she's still and how she recovers from that and what she decides to well, do after, as a result after she fires harper she's still going through with the engagement because they're at the airport mm. but I, I would be interested to see if there was a moment in between them where she was very upset or or maybe questioning the whole relationship and then yeah. deciding to go through with it anyway it would be really interesting to it'd be really great it would be like a um see her uncertain yeah because the film the the film would start off with this woman who's in control and completely together and knows what's happening in her life Mm. and it would feel as though she has that throughout then you would find out she would she would just be knocked for six because she no longer has control in her life to the extent that she fought Mm. and then it would be her slowly gaining back that trust and perspective sure in what she can and can't control of her life yeah and it could still be called set it up because it's just like well she's a boss person so she probably says set it up yeah loads and loads yeah and then it would be like again she was set up so it would still work and then maybe there could be like a weird point where she is trying to like figure out how to gain control back of her life like after the midpoint where she finds out about everything Mm. where um she decides to like go on dates with people and she says to her assistant yeah set it up and every date just gets worse and worse and she's like set it up set it up (laughs) i really love it in films when they say the title over and over again i love it you mean sarcastic Oh, thank, thank goodness. Oh, uh, yeah, I think that would be really interesting. Because I was interested in her character anyway. More interesting than this film? No. Are you sure? Yeah. If I were to go out and make that... <laughs> me being your good friend and, and someone who... Yeah, but it's not been made. Right, if it were to be made, you go don't out, think... You go, don't... Out, go out and make it and then I'll tell you. Right, If okay, so if they were to go out and make it, if they had this idea, hello, and... They... Well, all, the, the director's already interested in this idea. Or Perfect. at least following the character. Yeah, but my idea. <laughs> so the director's had my idea, they're like... Yeah, but they're never going to make the same film from a different perspective. They'll just do it with different characters and maybe they can't call it set it up now. No. But it means she can, she can say set it up a lot without it seeming Put too it on the, the nose. <laughs> but, um, yeah, in the book. That's nope. the new title. No. Nope. Uh, if they pick up on what I'm putting down... Yeah. ...and they decide to make this, you don't think there's any potential possibility that it could end up being better than set it up? Don't know. I'd have to wait and see it. Right. So when you initially said no, just correcting that. <laughs> that's all we're doing here. 
We've wrapped up. We survived. No friendship has been harmed in the making of this podcast. No, it's fine. You've made some really valid points. Thank you. That I didn't really think about before. It's not changed my love for the film, but I will think about it more. Yeah, and, and that's I, I'm, always I'm definitely pleased that the the stuff that I liked about the film was also the stuff that you liked about the film. Mm. I just think you put more emotional value on it than oh, I yeah. would. Oh yeah, sounds like me. I mean, yes, probably is not the word to <laughs> Definitely. Use join, join us again. Do you want to subscribe? Do you want to review? I think you should. Yeah. I don't want to say I know you want to, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit Robin Thicke for if my I had taste, to take isn't a it? Guess. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. My Twitter is Hannah Kath T K A T H T after Hannah and Hannah Catherine Thomas on Instagram. And my uh, Twitter and Instagram handle is Francesca Lou L U. That's spelt. That that's the way. And then you've got an underscore underneath uh, for both of those uh, if you'd like. It's definitely an option. So yeah, like, rate, review. All those fun things. That's also an option. Let us know what you think. Do you like these sort of Netflix rom-coms that have come out in the last three years generally? Yeah, what's your favourite one? I feel like To All The Boys is probably going to be like the answer for a lot of people, but I think Alex Strangelove is mine. Oh, hell yeah. Out of the ones we've seen so far, because I don't it's think my I've favorite. seen them all. Oh, I'm remembering better films while we're still on this one. Okay, <laughs> Sorry, I'm going. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>